Star Wars fans and move milkers everywhere. Welcome to episode number 103 of Blast Points. This is Jason. Hey, it's Gabe. This is probably the hardest episode we've ever done. Yeah, this is going to be a tough one. <laughs> it's it's the uh, Last Jedi pre-show. We are in the really weird times. Um, as of recording this, the premiere was last night. So people have seen the movie and the internet is on fire with <laughs> speculation and misinformation and real uh, leaks mixed with fake leaks. It's it's the Wild West all over the place. I guess good job, Lucasfilm, for, you know, you got a tight ship there this time because <laughs> things are not leaking out. It's, it's the crazy time because we're so close right now. It's for us here in the States. It's Thursday. Lucky folks in the UK get it Wednesday. We're, we can smell it. Cooking in the kitchen. It's like it's like bacon on the skillet. It smells good. I can't wait till it's done. <laughs> Can I just eat it now? Yeah. Will it kill me if I eat it now? You can eat raw bacon, right? <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> oh, it's so crazy. It's Star Wars Episode 8. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy to think about. Yeah, because we've been talking about it pretty much every week for... For two years now. <laughs> Nonstop, so. What it's crazy to think that we're even at episode eight. That, like, this even, like, seven seemed crazy. For the longest time, like, oh my god, we're getting Star Wars episode seven. And not only it's eight, it's the third new Star Wars movie. We're, like, we're going to halfway to having as many new Star Wars movies as there were old Star Wars movies. Right. All crazy. So what? what is your... Freak out level. How are you holding up right now? We're days away. It's up and down. I think Friday was a crazy day. Uh, for if there's any of you who aren't trying to be super spoiler free, Friday of I guess Thursday night into Friday, right? It was when all the book stuff was coming out. Yes. So that obviously got me in a frenzy. And then I think today, after uh, the premiere and hearing all the good things people said without actually saying anything specific uh i'm kind of overloaded i think (laughs) (laughs) i'm just trying to stay calm as fun as it is to see the movie you only get the like the crazy time the week before that's just as much fun as the movie yeah what's it gonna be this is really what we live for this is it (laughs) 
<laughs> this, is, this is our glory days. Yeah. Where's my blurry cell phone pick of Tarkin? <laughs> Just wait, waiting for it. The folks in the States, Wednesday night is the night you got to watch out. Because all you UK friends out there, we know from Force Awakens and Rogue One that as soon as people get out of those Wednesday night shows, then the Wild West turns into a shootout. Yeah. Unplug your phone. Cancel your internet. Smash your TV. Uh, put in earplugs, wear really dark glasses, <laughs> lock the doors of your house, roll up the windows of your car, <laughs> just walk around all day going, no, 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 you can't hear anything anybody says. Because it's only going to get worse every day. I mean, by the time this episode comes out on Tuesday, who knows what more craziness is going to be floating around. <laughs> I do like the new TV spots are kind of playing off the spoiler thing now and actually saying, don't let anyone spoil this. Right. And then, show, and then showing crazy stuff. The, or what happens in that TV spot is weird and shocking, but you have, we have zero context to base on what is going on in that, in that controversial TV spot. And even knowing more about what goes on in the movie, it doesn't fill in any more, <laughs> any more of the puzzle piece. Last R- Jedi. Ryan Johnson is a cruel little man. <laughs> I got you all. <laughs> I've got three more. Oh, that, yeah. Just think about that. That's going to be like six painful years. <laughs> like, what's he going to do next? I'm not telling. <laughs> oh, well, if if we're lucky, JJ's going to be so stressed out by the wait for eight that for nine, he's just like, I don't even want to keep secrets anymore. <laughs> it's too hard on everybody. We find out that JJ stands for just juice. I'm just giving you the juice. I'm just Juice Abrams. He's just going to live stream everything 24 7. We're getting back to the the hyperspace webcams. Bring it back, JJ. Watching two hours of an empty room. (laughs) We did it. People, we've talked about this before, but it's worth talking about again. It's true. People don't know the hype the the episode three hyperspace webcams. They had webcams set up around the set, and you would tune in to watch webcams of nothing happening. Yeah, you paid for it in multiple ways with money and with with your soul. <laughs> I would sit there for hours, just like eating a bowl of chips. Yeah, you never knew <laughs> something something's gonna happen. You know, someone might walk by. <laughs> You might see two frames of George Lucas, and it's all worth it. Maybe it's better now, but I don't know. I think, you know, if there was episode eight webcam somewhere, we would be watching it. I guess there wouldn't be a Blast Points podcast because we'd be too busy watching the webcam. Just <laughs> start a podcast is about what happened on the webcam. We watch live commentary of the 24-hour webcams. <laughs> There's a closet with the lights out today. It was amazing. At 4.43 p.m., they turned the lights on <laughs> for two minutes. I got really excited. I think I saw a Wookiee. <laughs> Something inside me has always been there. But now it's awake. And I need help. Raw strength only once before. It didn't scare me enough then. It does now. So let's talk about some Last Jedi history. Because like we said, we have, since our very first episode, we've been talking about The Last Jedi just about every single week. Maybe with the exceptions we've done droid commentary episodes. <laughs> we've. Uh, I think we still end up talking about... With Kaibo Ren, come yeah. on, we still talk about episode eight. It always comes up. We've been talking about episode eight non-stop. So let's go through a little bit of history with The Last Jedi and what got us to this point of complete and total frenzy. So it really begins October 30th, 2012, which goes down in the day where suddenly no one was talking about the massive Star Wars Angry Birds crossover anymore. That was old news. (laughs) When it was announced that Disney had purchased Lucasfilm and they were going to make a new trilogy, new films, new everything. I have 
story treatments of seven, eight, and nine, and a bunch of other movies, and and obviously we have hundreds of books and comics and everything you could possibly imagine. So you know, I sort of moved that treasure trove of stories and various things to Kathy, and you know, I have complete confidence that she's going to take them and make great movies. We are absolutely going to make Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. and we're in the midst of the really fun part of the process, which is we're sitting down with a couple of writers, and we're starting to discuss ideas, and we're starting to talk about what those stories might be. I still remember that was one of the weirdest days of my life. Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody at work came and was like, Disney just bought Star Wars, they're going to make three more. And I was like, you're so full of crap, shut up. <laughs> I was going to the grocery store, and I got a text, and I sat in my car for the longest time, and just, it's like, that's crazy. How are they going to make three more movies? I I kept remembering thinking, like, who's the bad guy going to be? Yeah, well, that was, once I realized it was true, that was, like, the rest of the day. (laughs) What's going to happen? How is, what's it going to be? Who is Snoke? Why is he wearing a gold robe? Yeah, that was, remember, that was in the original press release. (laughs) Disney by Star Wars, watch out for Snoke. <laughs> it's going to be an old CG dude wearing gold slippers. We're going old and gold. <laughs> watch out. So cancel your plans for 2017. <laughs> kind of the next thing that happens is a couple years later, June 2014 is when rumors start to come out that Ryan Johnson is reported to be in talks for eight. And around that time, he was also saying that he was going to write a treatment for nine. Yeah, the real, the old news, mm-hmm. which now they claim was never really going to happen, but it was all over the place in the news at the time. Whether or not it was true is a different, a different story. Nobody knows. Who knows anymore? August 2014, it's confirmed that Ryan Johnson is officially doing episode eight. So then before Force Awakens comes out in September 2015, there's a little bit of second unit filming over at Skellig Michael. And they're there for four days. So then in February 2016, filming actually begins for real. And it was right around that time that the, all the, the list of movies come out, that they made the story group watch, and that were the inspirations, 12 O'Clock High, Bridge on the River Kwai, Gunga Din, Three Outlaw Samurai, was it Sahara and Letter Never Sent? Yeah, it sounds right. Yeah, and everybody watches those movies and is hunting for clues. <laughs> And wasn't it right around then we got the, uh, hey, it's episode eight filming Luke's golden hair oh, tease? He, yeah, that was that was February 2016. Yeah, we weren't expecting that so quickly. And that, you know, that messed us up for months. I don't know if we've ever recovered from that. <laughs> Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode eight. Then later in February, it's announced uh, Laura Dern uh, is going to be in it. Kelly Mutran is going to be in it. Nobody knows who she was. Then in March, they start filming in Drubovnik. Yes. And we get our first look at the space horse. Yes. And this We've been dreaming of you for so long, Space Horse. We've been talking about Space Horse, not even every week on the podcast, every day, pretty much. In our, in our real life, yes, every day. <laughs> I whisper a little message to the Space Horse. <laughs> I'll see you soon, Space Horse. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be together, finally. Those Drubovnik times, those were magical times. Yeah, because it was like, why Why is everybody wearing tuxedos? Are we getting st- space boats to go with the space horses? We were watching Drubovnik news things from like the, the local news channels where they were talking about Star Wars filming on their streets. Igor, naravno, razlog je snimanje Star Warsa, no večeras je samo tehnička proba zatvaranja Straduna. On je postao jednostavno dom gospodara Luke Skywalkera. Glasin upravo kažu da bi Luke i njegova kolegica Rey, Jedi kolegica, trebali žirlavati vuda Stradunom između zatvorenih suvenirnica i restorana. 
Well, we got all the great spy spy footage of like Star Wars department stores with like the clothes <laughs> in the windows and stuff. People flying through the air. Everyone assumed there's a Sith Lord on the loose, throwing yeah. people around in Dubrovnik. We got, I think, is that when we got our first uh, look at the the police, the Canto Bite police? Yes. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a beautiful time. It was a it magical was. time. So then in July, filming, filming wraps. They had the big space bear party, and it's done. July 2016. And then we don't really hear anything with eight until January of 2017 when the title is finally announced. Lucasfilm has just announced the official title for Star Wars Episode Eight, and the title is... Star Wars The Last Jedi. Star Wars The Last Jedi is written and directed by Ryan Johnson, produced by Kathleen Kennedy and Rob Bergman, with J.J. Abrams, Jason McGatlin, and Tom Kornowski executive producing. You can see Star Wars The Last Jedi for yourself when it opens in theaters December 15th. Which is crazy thinking back how close after Rogue One the title was announced because like you know there's the rumor out there that we're going to get a han preview with the super bowl which kind of makes sense we already started talking about eight just the month after rogue one came out and it would make sense that we start talking about han just the month after last jedi comes out next year we're going to be confused all over again because if hans if han still comes out in may we don't know what to expect as far as you know, there's was some consistency between Episode 7 and Rogue One and Episode 8 as far as when things are announced, when trailers come out, and now with Han just messing that all up. And then when, then we have a year and a half in those Star Wars. Yeah. I don't know if I can handle that anymore. Hey, the key word is going to be confused. <laughs> Did you see Mark Hamill was even making fun of that? I don't know if it was a print interview or in a video about how there's another there's another one out in five months. Like, what are you thinking, Disney? Or he said something kind of poking fun at Disney for the Han movie coming out in May. <laughs> so then the next thing we kind of hear isn't until April at Celebration, and we get our first teaser trailer, and we lose our minds, and there's books in a tree, and we have no clue what's going on. Ryan, do you have anything for the fans? Jedi to end. I can't believe what I just saw. It was the best thing ever. I gotta go watch this trailer like 300 times and then watch it again another 300 times. <laughs> and now it's nine months later <laughs> and there's still books in a tree and we still have no idea what's going on. The trailer drove us crazy at Celebration. We were in a daze the whole rest of the day. I don't think that days ever went away. <laughs> We're still in in the A's and days right now. And then we get the full trailer in October, and then last night, Saturday night, December ninth of the last night of recording was the premiere. The premiere, premiere, the premiere, <laughs> premiere, bringing us full circle to now. Actual people have seen the Last Jedi for the first time. How can I describe it? I can see it, and I still can't believe it. Seriously. I've been to a lot of premieres, and this one is the biggest. It's huge. It's massive. Star Wars is um, just a, a cultural phenomenon. I think it was just like a magic thing that worked. It's the most incredible atmosphere here tonight. I mean, everyone's so thrilled, and Ryan Johnson's made such an amazing film. I can't wait for all these guys to see it. To see all the fans and see they feel the energy there and feel how ready they are for a Star Wars movie, to finally be able to share it with them, I'm just so excited. I think when we watch our Star Wars movies, we want to know more about the characters. Characters, and this definitely goes further. There's humor, there's a lot of action, There's it's visually stunning. I think it's going to be, I think people are going to love it. The rest of the cast all went to see the movie and I decided to wait to see it with a huge group of fans. I think there's about 2,000 people here tonight, so I just can't wait to hear and to go through the story with them. I mean, everyone is an equal Star Wars fan, so we just feel lucky to be part of it, but we're also the fans just waiting to see the movie. The fans are the most dedicated, and, and you can really see that in the, in the vibe tonight. The energy is yeah. it's real. Did you watch any of the premiere? Did you watch any like that live stream? I didn't watch a live stream, but I was I watched a bunch of segments today because I don't I don't know if I could handle because it was like an hour and a half. Yeah, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, I watched the whole thing. Yeah, if I had if I wasn't busy, I probably maybe would have watched the whole thing. But I tried to watch watch clips and, and bits today. So probably the most scandalous thing from the premiere was a certain person who attended Frank Oz, hmm. which I 
think people were confirming that he was there at Force Awakens also, so maybe we shouldn't read into it too much, but... And technically, he was in Force Awakens, so uh-huh. maybe at minimum we get some Yoda voice again. But So not in attendance, though. The one person I was looking forward to hopefully being there the most, no George Lucas. Yeah, that was really interesting to me. And a lot for multiple things, because one, he's not at the premiere, and two, this is the first time they really haven't played the Lucas card at all. Like we didn't see behind the scenes photo of Lucas sitting on a golf cart with Ryan Johnson, or we haven't gotten the John Knoll answering the phone and saying, yeah, Lucas just saw the movie. He said it was great. No, Gareth Edwards talking about his dream came true. George Lucas told him he liked his movie. Yeah. When I, but I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm like really fascinated by this whole thing. Cause I would think more than anything at this point too, like I would think George Lucas and Ryan Johnson would hit it off because Ryan Johnson is much more like George Lucas than the other guy, than Gareth or JJ. Like he's the writer director. He always does his own movies. He kind of, his movies aren't really like big Hollywood kind of movies. Like I would think those two would hit it off. He seems like he could be kind of weird. Yeah. And he's short. George Lucas (laughs) likes short people. Like it's like everything George Lucas would want and someone to take over Star Wars. It seems like Ryan's that guy, and it's odd that they haven't even shown a picture of them interacting. Ryan Johnson needs to grow a beard, a full beard. I mean, he's had like a goatee sometimes, but he needs like a full, like a full Lucas bushy, I'm not even trying to keep it nice beard. And he needs to start wearing a lot of flannel shirts, white tennis shoes, only eat at Food courts and malls. Spend a lot of time at Disney riding the Caterpillar or whatever that <laughs> ride that is. <laughs> Hemlick's Choo Choo Train from Bugs Life. And I'll say right now, possibly the most disappointing ride in Disney's California Adventure. I know Lucas likes it. Yeah, well. Well, maybe he said the same thing after he got off. <laughs> it might have been too intense for Lucas. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's it's you sit on this this like choo choo train and basically all it is is that that uh, caterpillar thing from Bugs Life and he's like oh smell this it smells like candy and they like shoot some like the spray that's supposed to smell like something at you but I swear I didn't smell it smell a thing uh, I didn't know it sprayed stuff in your face that's yeah okay it was the dumbest thing and then like you got off it was. The ride is maybe 30 seconds long. You go in a little circle, and then you're off of it. I was really like, well, that's it? That's what Lucas rode? Ah, oh, it's going to be the best. It's a, it's, it's a mind trip. <laughs> it's like I'm back in San Francisco in 68. Riding the caterpillar. <laughs> I was listening to Jefferson. Jefferson Airplane all over again. Yeah. Francis would always spray stuff in my face. <laughs> Smell this, Lucas. That's how I became me. By smelling strange things. Maybe Ryan Johnson's riding the Hemlick choo-choo train ride. He might be. He riding it with Lucas. I mean, we'll have to see when he starts on his uh his new trilogy. Maybe maybe Lucas will send him a care package with some with some flannels and jeans and sneakers <laughs> and some Linda Ronstadt CDs. A VIP pass to ride Hemlick's choo-choo train with Lucas. You and me, Ryan. We're going on a trip. Yeah. Well, maybe that, maybe they're saving it for the Blu-ray. Maybe there's a whole hour long of those two riding rides at Disney together, <laughs> talking about the Force. It, it makes me think a lot. There's been no talk of conversations between Ryan Johnson and Lucas. Have they ever even talked to each other? Maybe they don't feel like now that the movies are kind of their own thing with Disney, they don't feel like they need... To, to drag Lucas out to get people interested, but yeah, and it's just odd that they wouldn't just do something unless he's just been so busy with the museum stuff that he just hasn't had time to go out and watch it. And I guess he's in LA. The museum's going to be in LA, so he's probably there. Right. That's where the premiere was. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going. Yeah, maybe he's he's finally just full on officially retired from being retired. <laughs> I wish there's somebody walking the red carpet in a flannel shirt and white sneakers and blue jeans with a paper bag over their head. It's not me. Somebody else. It's Baron Papanoida. <laughs> yeah, he needs to show up dressed like that. 
You'll never guess who I am. They'll never know. Oh, there's Kathy. He tries to run away. <laughs> she knows my scent. <laughs> Do you think George Lucas has ever ran, like ran down the road or something? Could you even imagine? Oh, like jogging or something? No, I'm talking like sprinting. No, I don't think he's. <laughs> That's why he likes fast cars. Fast cars are always quicker than running. Do you think when he was like in high school and like he was in gym class and they were like, okay, Lucas, got to go run down that field. No, George Lucas doesn't run. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you. I'll be the greatest ever. One day I will be. I'll even feel it's so powerful I can stop people from running. <laughs> so the premiere. Yeah. <laughs> So we were watching the premiere. <laughs> yeah, so I was watching the premiere. Oh, man. It was great, though. Was, I, I really liked watching it. I liked seeing uh, Ram Bergman, who's still probably still terrified of blast points. I in the crowd looking for it. <laughs> you know, shirts, do you? Let's do giant dudes. <laughs> Scaring his child. Send the, send the Wookiee over to chase him off. Eunice. Eunice. He's having a great time. Peter Mayhew looked like he was having a good time in the pictures. Peter Mayhew, he was riding around on his scooter with a Porg. Here's something interesting. In the uh, in the live stream, Star Wars show is about to interview Anthony Daniels, right? And they cut to Anthony Daniels right away. And he was inspecting that Anthony Carboni, he was inspecting his card, reading the questions first. Thank you, Anthony Daniels, as soon as he approves the questions. Thank you. <laughs> I'm approved. Tell me. Go. Uh, it is wonderful to see you here. And something that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wanted to make sure there was no uh, heavy hitters in there. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing about droids. Nothing about the pirate and the prince. Great heap. Christmas in the stars. <laughs> Could you sing a little bit of bells, bells, bells for us? Did Anthony have anything good to say? I actually didn't watch his because I looked at the the link and I was like, you know, I've heard Anthony Daniels talk so much in my life. (laughs) Especially lately. I'm just going to take a break from Anthony Daniels. It's like, is he singing bells, bells, bells? No. I'll keep moving. Uh, No, he had nothing interesting to say. They they asked him about um, that awesome video that came out, though, where he was teaching the droid waiters at Canto Bite how to be droids which i think we can talk about that yeah let's talk about some droid waiters on canto bite the design is awesome and yeah what better way to make them feel star wars than to have anthony daniels r r2d2 so no c3po (laughs) i'm not i'm not right it's all uh it's too much I was sweating watching that because I was just like, man, nobody told me about droid waiters. Well, we knew they were. Remember we saw the one? Well, I guess we didn't know they were waiters, did we? From the the sizzle reel. We saw some. We were like, oh, there's some sweet robots. But we didn't know they were waiters. Now we do. Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) Made me think about TC-14. Make yourselves comfortable. My master will be with you shortly. Maybe she keeps in touch with uh, PZ4Co. They're old friends. Do you think we'll see more Peasy in The Last Jedi? I mean, that's the real thats the real spoiler question. Well. Forget who are Ray's parents. Forget who is Snoke. Are we going to see more Peasy? That's what we want to know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> if we I'll, say pleasey. <laughs> I'll say pleasey as much as I need to to get more Peasy. It's not easy without Peasy. <laughs> It's not easy being peasy. No. I mean, I hope so. We should. I mean, peasy was teased to us in Force Awakens. <laughs> don't be so teasy about not showing peasy. <laughs> we had a peasy figure. I don't know. I hope so. Right? We're going to get a lot of resistant stuff. We haven't seen any footage of her in the trailers, have we? No, there should have been a whole TV spot. <laughs> one of the one of the things they've come out with this week, you don't want to spoil this, and then they just cut to a shot of Peasy. <gasps> you just spoiled it, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I didn't know she was going to be back. <laughs> She'll have her lines this time. Yeah. She had lines last time, right? And they cut them, I think. Mm-hmm. It was too hot. Yeah. She kept saying, I am the star. <laughs> I am the star. Maybe she sang a song, you know? To BB-8, maybe. 
See, that's the thing. If Miko did a Last Jedi album, it could be like peasy. Mm-hmm. Could come out and say, have yourself a merry, a merry little Christmas or something. This is peasy for Christmas with a song for you. Here's something I'm wondering with The Last Jedi. The rumor is that it begins with, like, the evacuation of Dakar. And, like, you know, it has to start in space somehow. We could be getting, like, space stuff and resistance bombers and First Order Star Destroyers and stuff, which makes sense. Is it going to make the ending of Force Awakens seem really dumb, where they spent all that time waving to the Falcon (laughs) when they should have been packing up and getting the heck out of there? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to be a bunch of articles about... JJ messed up again. It's like he already apologized about Chewie not hugging Leia. And now he's like, yeah, maybe the waving was a bad idea. That's why I'm coming back for nine to make things right. I hope that the, that like how we get Luke and Ray that scene again in episode eight that when they cut to the Dakar stuff, it is they start with them waving before they run to the ships. <laughs> I would just, yeah, or there's one guy in the back, like, doesn't the First Order know we're here? The crawl goes away, and then the camera pans down from space, and then it just keeps panning down to the planet's surface, and everyone's just still waving. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the crawl's all about waving, you know? It felt good, but it really wasn't practical. <laughs> I do like how, I think, was it in Mexico they showed, like, 15 minutes of the movie? Few, yeah, a few weeks ago in Japan I, too, I think. Oh no, it was Japan. Was the yeah, that's where it was. And that I think some people because they didn't show the crawl thought that episode eight didn't have a crawl. Oh, of course they did. Yeah. <laughs> Which maybe it doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. No, I don't think people will be ready for that. Yeah, it was like the movie was too long. We had to cut something, so we just cut the crawl. Which still that never bothered me with Rogue One ever. Still doesn't. No. No. And I'm sure Han won't have one either. Oh, and people are going to freak out. Han Solo movie doesn't have crawl. Should we boycott it? <laughs> Unless the crawl for the Han movie is you think it's a crawl, and then you realize it's just lyrics, and it's Han and Lando at karaoke. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was how the Lord Miller one started, and oh. that's, that's what did them in. <laughs> I bet it did. <laughs> Kathy's like, I said no crawl. And they're like, well, just wait. It's karaoke. It's a joke. It's funny, right? No. So that brings us up to, yeah, we're days away. We are days away. And I don't know if you can tell, but we're barely hanging on. <laughs> yeah, this is almost like, I almost feel like we were just been at Celebration. <laughs> it's just like so much energy. So many of my thoughts are uh, focused on what's going to happen in the next couple days. It's especially intense. And it's going to just sink in more in the last couple days because this is, this is Luke Skywalker. This is this is the main course. <laughs> yeah, right. Force Awakens was like a pretty good appetizer. A really good appetizer. It's like an appetizer you get at a restaurant where you're like, that could have been my dinner. That was that good. You had like really good potato skins or something. You're like, I, I'm almost full. But I still ordered a steak, so I'm really kind of pumped about that, too. Yeah. Yeah, and the steak comes out, and it's like, I don't care that I'm like, I really don't have room to eat anymore. I'm going to shove that whole steak <laughs> into my body <laughs> that's that's the last jedi and it's yeah it's luke we're like even before in like the the crazy wild times of dreaming about what was going to happen in the force awakens i couldn't even think about what luke was going to do or what how luke was going to be involved and i was totally fine with the way luke was in the movie but now luke's really in the movie because yeah, now we have the anticipation of the new characters who we got a movie to get acquainted to and be really interested in where they're going next mixed with yeah Luke yeah who for all we know just goes fishing or something which it's I'm fine with that which is totally cool with me yeah mm-hmm. and who would have thought we would be getting so much Chewbacca you know mm-hmm. it still blows my mind that 
they were smart enough to think, you know, people really like Chewbacca and he's really not that old for a Wookiee that let's just keep him along. We need more Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. I mean, Chewbacca all the time. More R2, who that trailer happened the other day, right? Luke talking to R2, waiting a long time to see those two together again. That's going to be a major moment. And not even to mention, we haven't even talked about this at all. A new John Williams score. Nobody's talking about that. (laughs) There's a new John Williams score coming in a matter of days. I'm not listening to it. Anything. If it leaks, I'm just going to call you and play. Don't don't do it. You got to hear this. What? No, play it. And then you'll get mad. But one of one of the most furious moments of my life, I walked into the Attack of the Clones Midnight Madness and they were playing across the stars. On the overhead. And I was like, wait, what is this? Oh! So when the Across the Stars music video came out for Clones, you didn't watch it? Nope. I watched the Battle of the Heroes one for Sith, but I had no choice because we were at the opening ceremonies at Celebration 3, and they played it. But if you remember, I wasn't happy. (laughs) I don't remember that. And they followed it up right after with Weird Al. Okay, that washed it away, I'm sure. So when the Duel of the Fates video came out, you didn't watch that? That was before I started my rule of I won't listen to the soundtrack. Okay. Phantom Menace, I was way crazier because I read the whole script before the movie came out. By clones, you were ready. You're taking it easy. Yeah, by clones, I had a new attitude. That, that didn't last very long. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of the same rules still apply. So that is your compromise was, I just won't listen to the soundtrack. That's all. I will not do it. I won't do it. That's okay. I can respect that. I'll fight I might, it. I might not actually listen to the soundtrack first this time, too. Maybe. <laughs> Days away, folks. Days away. Start final preparations. Drink lots of fluids. Eat some veggies. Mm -hmm. Tell your family you love them. Make sure your affairs are in order. Wear comfortable clothes. Wear clothes that aren't flammable. Make sure you check that in case you burst into flames. Bring a plastic bag Mm -hmm. or two. Rubber gloves, just in case. I don't know. Bring a bucket or get a bucket of popcorn. In case you need a bucket, <laughs> bring a sheet of glass to jump through. Most theaters don't have a lot of windows these days, so you might want to warn the people around you to just don't be alarmed. I might jump through this window. It's going to be okay. Bring some cardboard so you can put down the floor and break dance if you need to, if you're feeling it. Roll the skates. <laughs> do, do a head spin while we're in roller skates. Yeah, they need to put tow ropes like in ski slopes in the theater. So after the movie, you could just hang it. <laughs> Rope and it'll like pull you up, up to the, the exit door in case you can't walk. <laughs> yeah, just a bungee cord just to swing you around the theater. Yeah, yeah, make sure you dial 9 1 on your phone so <laughs> you just have to hit that last one when your heart stops. <laughs> Give it to the person next to you. If I die, just hit one. If I leave my body, just leave me alone. I'll be back eventually. <laughs> Happens from time to time. You know, it's Last Jedi. Last Jedi. It's episode eight. I only know one truth. on iTunes reviews because next week is going to be our big Last Jedi review episode and we're not going to have time to get through some of these fantastic iTunes reviews that people have left for us. So let's get started here. Our first one is from KK Wombat and KK Wombat writes, wow. And then they wrote, just discovered this podcast. These guys really delve into the juicy bits of Star Wars fandom. 
best Star Wars podcast by a lot. Wow. I say wow back to you, KK Wombat. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Double wow. Double wow. Wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. So we have uh, from BH1138, cooler than G897 dancing to Mecco at Saw Gerrera's birthday. So they say, I started listening with the recent Richard Marquand discussion and was totally hooked. I've gone back and listened to a bunch of older episodes since then, and Blast Points has quickly become one of my favorite podcasts. Hilarious and engaging discussions from a pair of very knowledgeable but very laid-back and entertaining fans. Highly recommended. All right. Thank you, BH1138. And we also have another one here from Damien D., who says, Excellent Star Wars podcast. Uh, Based on a friend's rave recommendation, I decided to give Blast Points a try. Although I've always liked Star Wars, I wasn't particularly interested in listening to a podcast about it. Hmm. My life has been forever changed, and there's no going back. I never guessed that a couple of guys sitting around discussing the nitties and the gritties of the Star Wars universe could be so thoroughly entertaining. Top-notch production values and great personal chemistry make this a podcast not to be missed. With excellent impressions and hilarious observations paired with all the latest breaking Star Wars news, Jason and Gabe have created a podcast that boldly goes where no man has gone before. May they live long and prosper. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thank you, Damien. Thank you, Damien. A little bit of the trek in there. Nothing wrong with that, you know. It's all good. Next one is titled Star Wars Warriors by Game Over Man 86. I live in Milwaukee and went to visit a friend to go to the AFI Fest a few weeks back. It was during our long hour trips to Hollywood and back each day that he introduced me to Blast Points. Star Wars has always been something that bonded our group of friends together. You guys are great and rule the galaxy with this podcast. The topics, the impressions, and the genuine love for all things Star Wars is fantastic. Thank you for giving us weekly doses of the wars to get us through the weeks. I'm trying to catch up as fast as I can, but I wanted to throw some topics at you for possible future podcasts, or if you could just answer them on your Facebook page. Again, I'm trying to catch up, so forgive me. If I'm asking a question to stuff you guys already did in a previous podcast, here they are. What are your thoughts on the Harmy Star Wars Despecialized Editions? Since there's no need to speak bocce, since Owen died and everyone can understand each other, what is, th- what is C-3PO's purpose in the saga as his four million forms of communication isn't really used? Well, we can catch up here. Gabe, what are your thoughts on the Harmy Despecialized Special Editions? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you know there's people who really want that i'm glad that the fans are giving other fans that really want that what they want but yeah. i'm fine with the special editions too so but if they make a new blu-ray release of the unaltered versions i'll be in line to buy it so uh, it's all good as far as i'm concerned the more versions the better is and what is the purpose of c3po in the saga <laughs> well he translated the ewoks he sang bells 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 I think between those two things is uh, he talked to Jabba the Hutt, too. Yeah, he did. We needed 3PO yeah. a lot. Yeah, he was he's useful. He's a comic relief, really. Isn't the true Phantom Menace, Qui-Gon Jinn? He's the one defying the council to train Anakin. Everyone senses this is a bad move. Also, nor f- no Force Ghosts. You'd think even with the changes in the 2011 Blu-rays, they would have added that by now. Seems like... He might have known what evil Anakin had buried deep inside himself. Well, you know, I like to think with a lot of the great Star Wars titles, like Return of the Jedi, is that about Luke? Is that about Anakin? I mean, I think the, I've always thought The Phantom Menace to be about Palpatine, of course. You know, if someone has a good argument about it being Qui-Gon, sure, why not? From a certain point of view. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, lastly, what Star Wars cast members have you met and what were your experiences with them? Thanks for listening and keep up the great work. All right. Well, thank you, Game Over Man 86. And Gabe, what, what Star Wars uh, cast members have you met? What have been some of your experiences? Is the I think the only one I've ever met is uh, it's Jerome Blake, right? <laughs> Which was just a couple of weeks ago. I'm usually not a big autograph kind of person, but... I love the Nemodians, so anyone that played a Nemodian and the bearded snake man, Oporancesis, and Masamita is definitely <laughs> was was worth my time to go say hello to. So I think that's it. 
I remember. Oh, I got, no, I guess we did go to the men behind the mask thing, but I don't think we'd really talk to anybody, did we? No, I met uh, <laughs> the original Mon Mothma at a Motor City Comic Con years back. And I, I, I remember I said to her, you're always one of my favorites. And she was like, oh, lovely. But I remember also, it was at Celebration 3 in the lobby of the hotel. We saw the guy that played Kit Fisto. Yes, we did see him in passing. And we were like, we were like, Kit Fisto. And he's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, and he smiled at us, so it was appropriate. <laughs> we fainted. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think we did uh, just creep out Deep Roy in the... Uh, who is not really a Star Wars person, but he was Yoda a couple times, right? So yeah, we, we creeped did. him out a little bit in the lobby at the Motor City Comic Con. So. Yeah, we did creep out deeper, right? Yeah. So I kind of feel bad about that. Uh, we might have stared way too long at Ta- Ton Wee, too. Yes, we did stare at Ton Wee from afar. <laughs> So those are all great reviews. Thank you, everybody. You should leave us a review on iTunes. When you're done listening to this, head over there, write something awesome. We'll read it on an upcoming show. Thank you. 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 Hi, J.J. Abrams here. On behalf of the entire cast and crew of Star Wars Episode Seven, thank you. far, far away, a boy and a girl on an adventure unlike anything on your planet, Star Wars, strictly big screen stuff, from director George Lucas and 20th Century Fox, Star Wars, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. This is Jerome St. John Blake. Um, I played Masamida, Rune Harko, Oberansesis, and a few other guys in the Star Wars prequel trilogy. And I'm standing here with Gabe from Blast Points Podcast and uh, looking forward to my debut appearance on his show. Watch this space. And may the Force be with you. And these... Last points, too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. And don't forget to check out lastpointspodcast.com. You can get a T-shirt, listen to theme music, uh, recipes, comics. Rebels Reviews will be back after the holiday break. Um, and check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and keep on downloading the podcast. Yeah. Two things if you're wearing your Blast Points T-shirt to The Last Jedi opening night, send us a photo next to like anybody in costume or next to a poster or like a big display or... F- crying, sweating, and you're wearing your Blast Point shirt, so we want to see you. Send us a photo. Keep in mind, too, coming up after, sometime after our big review episode, we want to do an episode of nothing but your reactions to The Last Jedi. It'll be nothing but you folks giving us little reviews of what you thought and how it treated you. So, after you get out of the theater or sometime that weekend, once you've collected your thoughts and you stop sweating, Send us a voice recording of your Last Jedi review, and we'll have a whole episode of nothing but listener reviews. It's going to be a cool one. But that about wraps up number 103, and the next time you hear us will be post-Last Jedi. 
I may only be able to speak ancient Latin. <laughs> it's grunts and groans and <laughs> some yeah seals, hand signals. <laughs> um, maybe th- that episode will be on YouTube. It'll just be uh, sign language. We don't know what state we're going to be in. Maybe it'll be an hour of just silence. Or maybe we'll hate the movie and it'll just be us complaining about how stupid it is. <laughs> maybe it'll be the last episode of Blast Words. We're done. Yeah. Tired of this garbage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so thanks for listening, folks. Yeah, thank you. Talk to you very soon. Yeah. Enjoy The Last Jedi. May the Force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the Force be with you. <laughs> that the films will have a longer life and so that more fans and people can enjoy them into the future. It's a very big universe I've created and there's a lot of stories that are sitting in there. The main thing is to protect these characters, make sure that they still continue to to live in the way that you created them and that the universe of Star Wars continues to grow. I get to be a fan now, which is what I was saying before, and I sort of look forward to it. It's a lot more fun, actually, than actually having to go out in the mud and You could actually blog about what we're doing and how we're messing things up. And no, 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 no. I just say, gosh, they're out in the snow and it's cold. And uh, hopefully it'll be an inspiring package of entertainment that it has always been well, well, well into the future. May the force be with all of you.